Coming up, would everybody just benefit from a little bit more training? Hello and welcome to IDCOM's Media Snack, episode 83. So today is all about training. Yeah. Uh, training is, I think, the last area we're going to look at when we consider the change mm -hmm. since the publication of the ANA's transparency report. That's right, you've been doing some training. We're about doing some training. We're yeah. about to give some training. Yep. And clients keep talking about training. That's right. All coming up in Media Snack in just the time it takes to eat a sandwich. Okay, let's talk about training. Um, so we mentioned, uh, you know, we're considering the progress made on the back of the ANA's media transparency yeah. report last year, and it, you know, tr transparency is in the title, but it was a way, about way more than transparency. Um, you know, we've been talking about six other areas where we think it's had an impact and will continue to create change in the industry. Uh, one of those is in training, yeah. uh, and what we mean by that is you know, skills and knowledge and learning and being better at media. Um, one of the th interesting things that the ANA report called out very specifically in the guidelines was that acknowledged that gaps in media knowledge on the market, on the advertiser side, was one of the biggest contributing factors to some of the mess that it, that it kind of uncovered. That's right. I mean, the, the, the rallying cry was to bring back control, yeah. take, for marketeers to take back control of media. And in order to do that, uh, the marketers themselves need to be as an informed perspective as possible to make the right kind of decisions. Yeah. And you know, as the media has changed so rapidly, some of the capabilities internally, even within well-established media departments, perhaps weren't there. And so yeah. uh, the default was to empower the agencies to make those make those decisions for them. And that that again came back to the to the marketeers: mm -hmm. be better, be better informed to make those kind of decisions. Yeah. And that comes with capability training. Yeah. Which we've seen quite a lot of. I mean, it, I don't think there hasn't been a kind of rush in demand for new media, you know, media knowledge and new media skills. Um, or maybe we haven't seen it so much. But we, when we do, we do quite a lot of training, mm -hmm. and there's definitely been an increased demand from a broader spectrum as well, not just yeah. from media people, but from more senior marketers, and definitely, definitely more interest from procurement stakeholders as well, uh, at different levels of gaining kind of new media knowledge and skills. Uh, so that's there's been a, a definitely a bigger interest in yeah. gaining that kind of knowledge. I'm hoping that that's just the beginning of a bigger interest across the industry in mm. in learning about media because it's not, it's not <clears throat> like everybody's asking the question. But what I've seen a, a, a big change in is not training in the perhaps the, the traditional way where you're sitting in a classroom or in a in a lecture theatre and yeah. being taught to. It's the way that internal media communities within organisations yeah. that have media communities already established are beginning to sort of share learnings and best practice. Yeah. So kind of raising the bar of their own understanding of media just by using the assets and the yeah. intelligence that they've got internally. So, you know, uh, brands that have kind of for a while been embracing the, the, the value of having a media community internally, really making that a powerful kind of lever for increased capability. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and stop making the same mistakes, you know, yeah. like particularly as people, as, people, as companies are innovating in media, you know, you, you can go to a particular market and they, they tell you that they are, you know, trialing, uh, you know, let's just say Snapchat, for example, if they haven't used that before, uh, you know, and they're getting learnings. And then you find out that there's seven other countries in the world that have already done that and yeah. have already tried it, tested, learned, figured out what works for their product. Mm. 
and that could have been shared so much better. Yeah. This idea of capturing shared learnings and not as case studies. We're not talking about like award entry case studies that says, you know, there was like a you know, three thousand increase in like awareness or something or you know, intent. These are business cases. Yeah. What did we do? What happened? What did we learn? How can we make this better for the future? And have some commentary around it uh, is really, I think, really helpful. Yeah. And, we, and then when we do, when we work with media, the media, internal media communities, some of it is training, mm. but often there's a lot of workshopping, yeah. you know, people trying to kind of like make decisions together, learn together. But it's, um, about, it's about understanding also where, where the, the consistencies and gaps lie. So yeah. perhaps there are pockets of of lack of knowledge, which can be filled with you know, expertise in, from other markets. Yeah. But generally speaking, there are consistencies in, in gaps. And that's where you go and kind of source you know, intelligence from either your agency partners or third parties. Yeah. And, uh, but, but being proactive in that is, yeah. is what I think I tend to see more of uh, in the last sort of 12 months. Yeah, it's good, good. So a good upward trend there and in, in yeah. definitely the appetite for knowledge. So I've been doing a bit of learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we continue to do training, but we've got some interesting training coming up uh, in a few weeks. So uh, I have this, today I've just completed a what's called the Mini MBA, which is a, uh, a course run by Professor Mark Ritson, uh, which was kind of interesting. I, th- I signed up slightly on a whim because I thought it'd be interesting just to maybe understand some basics of marketing. I have to say, is <laughs> absolutely been a complete eye opener. Thank you, Mark, um, because. Even having spent 20 years in the industry, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know, we are specialists in media, which is a highly kind of complex and but a quite tactical discipline. To be able to really put that into context of a strategic marketing process and really understand how marketers are thinking yeah. uh, has been fascinating. And so I highly recommend it. If you see that kind of advertised, it's called the Mini MBA, uh, it's brilliant. Uh, Mark ruined, completely ruined my weekend uh, by setting an actual MIT MBA mm. paper for us as a class, uh, which is brilliant but agonizingly painful to do and requires so much work. Mm. But that's a really uh, good point. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, do you think that understanding kind of marketing in its broadest principles is something that the agency community could benefit from? Uh, it would definitely benefit because I think our observation a bit has been there are marketers, those trained marketers that really know how to do this stuff mm-hmm. and actually their outputs are strategic, they can brief well, they set really clear objectives, they know how to measure stuff, like it all makes sense. Um, there are a whole bunch of marketers, perhaps not, not marketing trained, who yeah. displayed like bad behaviours so that just getting marketing structured kind of marketing thinking to enable you to brief your external partners and agencies better is a great thing. But also I think on the on more on the executional side, definitely at agencies and even and even more so in the more newer disciplines. So certainly in digital disciplines, certainly yeah. in programmatics, certainly other places, you know, social particularly. Um, I don't think there's enough understanding of just basic marketing principles. Yeah. Based on some kind of sessions that I've sat in of mm. other people's training <clears throat> recently, um, you know, some of the way that and they're very bright, amazingly bright and talented people. For example, you know, social media specialists or programmatic media specialists talking about things as if they're like n- new concepts. And you, and you go, well, hang on, this is stuff that, yeah. you know, reach and frequency is not, an, is not a programmatic Phasing. concept. Yeah. yeah. 
Phasing is not a, con a programmatic concept. You know, that's, marketers call that flighting or something else. You know, um, there would be a, there's a huge benefit, I think, if there's a little bit more of kind of mutual understanding. And so opportunities for mutual learning or yeah. sharing, it would be, I think, such a, such a great step forward for the industry, as long as there's appetite on both sides. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's interesting, right? Because we tend to focus on the brand side to kind of improve capabilities and knowledge. Yeah. But actually, there's, a, there's an opportunity also from, from the agency community to begin to understand better how to, how to integrate with their marketing colleagues. Yeah. Uh, so the final thing on training, if you, we, uh, we publish quarterly reports, as you might be aware. One of the areas we've looked at uh, is media training. Um, which is this lovely kind of red pink thing you can uh, we'll provide a link to it uh, in fact we did a special media snack I think just about yeah. this report and, yeah. and the findings uh, so we'll link back to that I mean the, the, the key thing that stood out of that was that 96% so pretty much everybody that we that we asked and bear in mind this is 150 marketers around the world and, and agency executives 96% uh, believe that competitive advantage in marketing uh, can be achieved by investing in media knowledge so uh, there you have it. It's all about media. Learn some more. That's all for this week. Thanks very much for watching. Bye for now. Have a good weekend.